Hey everyone, this is Sanch, and I'm joined by... Carlos Madrona. The Schwetz. And we're the Brothers Bear Podcast Live, a comedy show where two brothers talk about everything from movies, cartoons, video games, comics, TV, and everything entertainment. We are joined by our good friend Schwitty every week. Make sure to catch us live every Monday night, time posted normally 9 p.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. <laughs> I said that weird. But people know what I'm talking about. You could also find us on Instagram at Brothers Bear Podcast, on our Twitter, Brothers Bear Pod, on Facebook, The Brothers Bear Podcast. You could also catch us on our email. You could email us at thebrothersbearpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us also on Tumblr and follow us, like us, subscribe us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podgods Network, and on our Podbean page. This is the Brothers Bear Podcast. Yeah. That's another promo in the bag. <laughs> what you're about to listen to is part of the Podgods Network. If you go to podgodsnetwork.com, you'll find other great shows there too. Have a nice day. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. Things where it's on the rivers, drop it and let the whole world feel it. And that's some in the murder business, I'll go hold you down. I can give lessons in physics. Do you gotta get you, to the chorus? I'm so fancy, you already know. I'm in the best lane from LA to Tokyo. And you're probably recording me right now, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him so much. Yay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode, no, episode 88. Mi- what? Oh, holy hell. You know what? I gotta, I gotta look up, because no, I stopped myself, because I don't even know what episode we're on, so you intro us in. Can I, can I guess? Maybe it's episode 26? Mm, I don't know. I'm probably, I'm probably right. But anyway, um, welcome back to the 8 Miles Per Hour podcast. My name is Renata, and I am one of the hosts of this awesome 80s loving show. Right now, Sanch is looking up what episode we are on, because we haven't done this in so long. And um, I'm guessing it's going to be episode 26. I don't know about him, but I am for sure. I could probably bet my house on it. Do we all want to make that bet, ladies and gentlemen? How about this? You sit in your seat and you guess what episode it is. And then, if you're right... Well, if they downloaded the episode, they probably actually heard what episode number it is. It's that we're episode 26. Ooh, I'm right. And I guess that. <laughs> yeah, because episode 25, we did Society Poets Dead. 
that's a little backwards. You might want to rephrase that. Let's, let's like strike that, reverse it. All right, it's poets, dead society. Strike that, reverse it again. <laughs> it's society, dead poets. Strike that, reverse it again. <laughs> it's dead society poets. Strike that, reverse it again. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to No, this... you didn't say it right. Ah, okay. Uh, we recorded Dead Poets Society? Yes. <laughs> and while we recorded, we, uh, Renata song, sang, uh, I don't know. Fancy by Iggy Azalea. Yeah. And that's what she Renata is, does. She is so good. Before we start recording, I have to sit here quietly as she has a wig on dancing. And I have to critique her singing. Oh, yeah, I'm on my way. We're going to get that wig. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said you already have a wig. I don't have a wig. No, nerd. I... That's the point of, like, you know, I guess improv almost or playing along. Like, I, I, you know, I, was... I it's like, hey, you're Sand. wearing a green hat. And then you're Sand. like, yes, I have my hat. Sand, I'm just totally busting on you. <laughs> No, you're just like, you didn't even get the joke. That's no, you. I did. I, Liar. I the, That's you. I'll say like, joke. hey, Renata, yeah. why do you have that black eye? And then you would say, I don't have a black eye. Exactly. But in comedy and improv, you go with it. And I'll be right. like, hey, if we're recording live, no one can see you don't have so a black was, eye. So, so I would be like, hey, Renata, what's up with the black eye? And you'd be like, oh, well, I was walking and I slipped and hit my head on a table. You know, I don't know, whatever. But you well, know. how was that trip to China that you took last week? And see, there you go. She's learning the ways of of um, magic. What's that? See, I just like to tell the truth, people. Yeah, that's okay. Renata for you. Yeah, giving lessons in physics. If you want a bad bitch like this, pick it up, drop it low, just like this. Yes. This is the new version of 88. It's a hip-hop version. Uh, Renata, from now on, every word, she will be hip-hopping it up. Hip-hop anonymous. And she's going to be rocking it. So, yeah. So, no more uh, 80s music of Song of the Week unless it's uh, the 80s hip-hop. That's how we do. Yeah. So, well, didn't... I mean, if we watch the Goldbergs, I haven't watched them forever, but... It, it, in the Goldbergs, you know, it, in that, because where it takes place, you know, it takes place in your area, basically. Yes. The, what's the, the brother's name? The older brother? Um, Barry? Yeah, Barry. He's all in the hip-hop, like, 80s-style hip-hop, you know? What was it, Tasty or something? Yeah, Big Tasty, right? Big Tasty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's, you know, there you go. See, that's 80s right there. He has, so. like, a Ron DMC poster, like, on his wall. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, stuck in that whole, like, you know, I'm Big Tasty. I know how to rap. And then, like, he, like, does, like, these weird raps and dances for his mother. And she's like, oh, my God. He's like, you oh, you look man. so yummy. <laughs> Delicious. I never, I never met a mother who says that. Even as like, okay, I know they're a Jewish family, and Italians and Jews are like kind of like the same, yeah, ethnic. Like you know, I don't know. We kind of say the same things. We have the same traditions and all that stuff, but except totally different religions. But um, <laughs> <laughs> one likes pizza, the other one likes kosher. Yes. Oh uh, no! Well, kosher is not really. 
I, I don't it's know. a Jewish thing. No, I know that, but pizza it's is... kosher. No, kosher. but what's a food? Like, what's something that they actually eat? Not kosher. Kosher is just like, you know, making sure everything's all uh, kosher or whatever. I can't even think of. But, like, an actual food that a Jewish... What do Jewish people... Like, what's some... We sound like idiots right now. <laughs> what do Jewish people eat? It's like, what do Mexicans eat? Oh, burrito! You know, even though it's not, but it, like... You guys it, don't eat burritos? No, but it's not... It's not... <laughs> burritos aren't real Mexican. Like, it's not literally, you know. Um, um, you could say beans or whatever. I don't know, right? Oh, I don't know. Well, literally, what the hell would a real Mexican, like, from Mexico eat, you know? I mean... Cholos? <laughs> Cho- what? They would eat cholos? Ugh. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's a white girl saying cholos <laughs> cholo oh, I don't know man. um what was about to say um I don't know what Jewish people eat I know they spend the dreidel <laughs> oh latkes right isn't that like the potato pancakes <clears throat> so there you go I don't they, I know they eat that because I had a friend who was Jewish. Oh, a friend! I was an ex girlfriend, an ex girlfriend who I dated. I remember, uh, we went. I went over during December time or or whenever it was. I don't know when it was, but it was during their Hanukkah time. I remember I went over because they were having dinner, Hanukkah dinner or something like that, and they had uh, the potato pancakes, and I was like, oh. I wanted to have some, and then they served them. I'm like, oh, cool. It's going to be like, to me, I was like, I figured they're like hash browns. But they wouldn't <laughs> give me ketchup. And I'm like, I want ketchup. And because, like, they, they don't really have, like, they're just potato. And I'm like, oh I, I, wanted to, I wanted to dip them in ketchup or something because there was really, like, to me, there was no taste to it. Like, I'm like, can I, like, add salt or something? Like, eat it like a french fry? But they wouldn't let me. They just had, had me eat it the way it, it's supposed to be served. I, like, I would have ketchup. See, that's about us Italians. Yeah, Italian but, people will give you whatever you need. We'll, see, but I was supposed that. to eat it the real way, you know. It'd be like, it, it, it would be like, you know, you make something that's like, I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, like, if I stepped into your mother's kitchen and I asked for, like, uh, sour cream, like, I don't know. Like, would she give it to me? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> if you're eating something traditional, like, I don't know what would be a traditional Italian dish. What's a traditional a Mexican dish that usually, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, potato, I mean, not potatoes, uh, beans and, 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 like, carne asada and stuff like that. I don't know. What is that? What did you just say? What did you mother? <laughs> no, beans and carne asada. I couldn't think, like, in rice, Mexican rice. Oh, that's what you call it. I call it rice. Yeah, Mexican rice. People listen. No, carne asada's freaking is meat. What is? Oh, I don't know what that is. Like that's what you said, and I was like, wait, is that? And then you said rice right after that, and I was like, wait, did yeah, you rice, that's rice, rice, beans, carne asada, rice. Taking these off, I can't right now. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okie dokie. Oh, oh great! Now I hear now myself. I hear, oh. Huh? I said I, I hear myself like um, echoing. Yeah, maybe I'll lower my volume. Yeah, you better lower your volume. <laughs> Anyways, forget it. All right, this ain't 88 Miles Food Podcast. <laughs> I don't know why we got in the food. But anyways, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a long time. Uh, we recorded, let's it's been see. a long 
time coming. Yes, in a gap of <laughs> from July 15th to August 12th and then <laughs> September 1st, we had recorded two episodes, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, that's the record. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've been away for a long time. Um, but hopefully we are actually i mean we could say we're back we'll have well, i mean the, i know we've said it the if you listen to the last two episodes we say the exact same thing so we won't get all into that but uh this is true we're we're going back into our roots to the original of what we want for our show or podcast um i'm not saying we're going it's just like i i noticed we don't talk much 80s we literally i mean we do talk 80s but it's always movies and we, we head right into the movie. We just go, we, we do our shout outs. I'll probably do some type of fashion if, if it, if it's there. And then like, we just talk about the movie and that's, yeah, we never talk anything. We don't talk cartoons, eighties, TV, eighties, video games, eighties. Like we really don't get to dig into it. And I think it's because we focus so much on the movie that the movie takes up the majority of the episode where, so it doesn't give us time to literally just have an episode. So what we're going to do now with, with our show is we're going to just go back to originally the way we envisioned the show to be. Where we just talked whatever the hell we wanted to talk about, 80s-wise. And if we got into a movie, we got into it, but the movie wasn't... Yeah, but it the... wouldn't be like so dedicated on that movie. Like We wouldn't get like very nerdy, I should say. We wouldn't get like, you know, all like, you know... I mean, if there were certain things that bugged us like if we want to bring up something say like we just watched a movie say we just watched uh 16 candles and something just seemed odd and like you know we just want to bring that up yeah like that's focusing on a movie but not you know getting all into the characters you know why there were certain ways you know like we don't like really focus the whole time on that particular movie yeah well with that it, like i mean what would not have said like yeah like i especially you know I think what threw us off was when we first did the first movie we did, and that was Breakfast Club, right? Yeah, I mean, first... we were so dedicated. Like, I mean, I we did two like... episodes. It was we like did. two episodes to it. And I think that's what we took where we said, you know what? Every episode's going to be like that. Let's focus so much on the episode instead of just being like, hey, let's literally just spend at least like, you know, the last remaining, you know, 20 minutes or whatever, just saying, hey, there's this movie. Oh, it's funny. Hi, you know. But we get deep into the movie. Like, it's because then it doesn't become a show about the 80s. It becomes a show about an 80s movie, you know? And I don't want to, it's not really what you and I envisioned in the beginning. We envisioned, like, hey, we're not. Huh? We kind of lost our, like, mojo. Yeah, well, not that we lost our mojo, it's that we want, we started (laughs) focusing, like, we lost the intent of the show. So if someone was like, hey, oh, 88 miles per hour podcast, cool. Either they like they'll look at it and assume it's a Back to the Future podcast, but the moment they see our logo, they just see oh it's eighties because look we're not as dressed like freaking you know one of the girls from Heather's you know and nah, I'm just kidding <laughs> no but but it's like oh it's an eighties podcast and right here it says host Renata and Satch get into the DeLorean take us back to the eighties to share their love on eighties pop culture but mostly movies. Now, with there, we hardly talk pop culture 80s, but we do talk about movies. And it is true, mostly movies. But, I mean, it's like we want to do an 80s podcast, not an 80s movie podcast. Because if if you... Huh? 
Exactly. That's I, and I think you're absolutely right. I, you're 150 percent right on this. Yeah, and then that's why, like, we have friends out there who do literally. Uh, uh, well, I mean, they did kind of do some movies that were current, but they mostly I've noticed do 80s movies. And if you want a podcast that's strictly flat, beginning to end 80s, go to Hydrate Level Four. They do. Uh, so we'll promote our friends there at Hydrate Level 4. They It's all 80s. With us, we're going to give you an 80s podcast, you know. So we promote our friends, and, and I mean, they give us shout-outs all the time. So you could say, I mean, I didn't do the shout-out section. But, you know, Hydrate <laughs> Level 4, they, they do a whole podcast. just And it's cool because it's a cool concept. It's him and his son that just talk about movies, you know. So and it's how, whole, how old is the son? The son's pretty young, right? Well, I mean, I doubt he's hit puberty yet because he has, his voice is very like hey everybody you know it's like hi um like, and it's really awesome that like you get to see a father and son you know collaborate on something so i guess even difficult for adults to do and you see like a little kid just full on board and just get all into it i think that's really awesome yeah and that, that's, that's cool because it's like I, I that's why i like that concept because it's just like i mean one uh, aside from that is like you got a you got a dad who who's obviously a nerd like he's a geek like you could just tell by every you know <laughs> and he's bringing his son along for the ride like teaching his son the the, the awesome ways because there's a geek certain one one nerd one you know and especially now we're like see if we jump back to when I was in high school and then this like he would just be nerd but like whatever now it's cool because all, since all of this is in and it's not like you know you know frowned upon. In high school, he'd be like, yeah, I saw this. When he gets to high school, he's going to be like, oh, yeah, I watched this movie. I've seen this movie. He's like, oh, really? He's like, oh, that's cool. He's like, yeah, I saw that when I was a kid. And that's how it was with me as I got much older, when I hit my 20s, when all of this started kind of kicking back in and stuff. And kind of in the 80s, I mean, in the 80s, in, in, in the ni- mid-90s in high school, like 97, 96, around that time, and 98 especially, so late 80s, I mean 90s, um, the 80s had a resurgence. So... I grew up watching tons of 80s movies, so it was kind of cool being like, oh, yeah, I saw it in the theater. I saw it in the theater, and, like, like a lot of my friends are like, oh, that's cool. That's awesome. I'm like, yeah, I know that movie, you know? So it's kind of cool for this kid, and, and I like that. Like, you know, he... That was kind of like what it was like for me. Like, I mean, if me and my dad can go back and do a podcast, I would do it in a heartbeat. Because it was the... I don't know. I Like I said in the first episode when I first did this podcast, you know, I my love for 80s was starting off watching 80s movies and hearing my dad talk about, you know, his childhood stories and what he did with his friends, which all mostly took place around the 80s. His teenage years, he graduated high school in 1985. So it was pretty much like the... I guess like the breaking point of like 80s movies and like 80s culture just like becoming memorable for a lot of people like a lot of great great movies came out around that time and except for streets of fire eh? <laughs> oh my god no, i still I have that recorded i still have it recorded and i have yet to watch it but <gasps> in november in november we'll do we'll do a streets of fire episode okay Please, that's like my oh my god like I have the record, like, I have the vinyl of the entire soundtrack. I even downloaded all the songs and even the movie on my iPod. Like, if I could be, if anyone's ever seen Streets of Fire, you know who I'm talking about. But the reason why I love to sing is because I saw Ellen Ain, 
which was Diane Lane. She uh, Diane Lane played the character Evelyn Ames. She was this rock and roll, like rockabilly rock star, and she is phenomenal. And I always wanted to be that type of singer. So well, there you go. So that's a future episode um, that we're going to be doing. Also, too, we haven't forgotten about. Um, I don't know which one it was. But one of you from Pot About Nothing, your Say Anything request, we're going to be doing that too. So don't yeah, worry. Uh, I think it was uh, Toys by Brandon Man. Yeah, there you go. So it was Brandon from uh, Pot About Nothing. So don't worry, we're going to do that. And we're going to do um, Streets of Fire. For sure, Streets of Fire, we'll do it in November. Because um, for those of you who are listening to this episode, obviously it's still September. Because we are recording right now on September the 23rd of Tuesday. And next week is is it next week? Well, next week uh-huh. Wednesday is when the is when October officially starts. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, we've been waiting since day one since we yes. started recording this effing show. We were like already thinking of all the Halloween episodes. So <laughs> whenever we were so hyped, we got we were like, oh my god, we got to do this movie, we got to do that movie. And the one movie that actually gave me and Sanch, like I guess the friendship that we first started was the movie monster squad. Cause I remember he liked my old podcast and I went on his Facebook and I'm like, who is this person? And you know, I was just curious cause he had a podcast and his cover picture on Facebook was monster squad. And I was, the first thing I wrote to him was like, you like the monster squad. I think that was the first thing I wrote to you. Right. Yeah. And I looked at you. I'm like, you know, monster squad, get out of here. <laughs> you stupid kid. Yeah. I, I was a stupid kid that like somehow knew about this like hidden gem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because because you got to think about it, folks. Uh, when I first met Renata, I just knew her as this. Well, because you were nineteen at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you was- were nineteen. So to me, I was like, what? Like, because I mean, I'm not knocking on Renata, but she came off very ditzy on her show, her I old did. show. You know, she came off, but that was to blame because she sounded ditzy because she was half awake. Recording at 1 a.m. Oh in the morning. I would stay up till 12 o'clock at night, people. Plus, like, from studying all night. So I would have my book in my hand, plus doing the show right there then at 12-something at night. And I'm like, yeah, like, the trees, like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I was so. all weird and ditzy. And I wouldn't, like, at the time, I really, it was, I loved my show. But at the same time, I was like, Whatever, I need to go to sleep. My test is tomorrow. <laughs> there were times like I would fall asleep on. The- yeah, I remember that. There was one episode where you literally, because I think they start saying like, uh, "Renata fell asleep," <laughs> you know. And that see, so to me, when I I, I I listened to their show back when, so I was just like, I, "Renata," to me, like it was just like three white girls, you know. I mean, especially Chelsea, three white girls. Yeah, and then like so when this, you know, we became uh, like like more it was just acquaintances at the beginning because i had them on my show whatever so when i added them on facebook to better communicate with them renata happened to see my thing and so at that yeah my first reaction was like like stupid little girl like well how do you know monster squad you like and she t- she came off like the typical pumpkin spice you know yoga pants and and uggs on like that's the type of girl renata came off like one of those girls like those typical white girls like you know that especially over here at orange county girls you know um oh uh, <laughs> yeah just one of those girls you know and i was just like but then i, I as we started yapping away i i saw the knowledge in this girl and and I was, like, just shocked. I was, like, holy cow. Like, 
whoa, I'm like, this girl actually knows her stuff. Like, she knows a lot. And so that's kind of how the conversation built. And yeah, it was. Monster Squad was initially the movie that brought us, in a sense, together. Like, yeah, okay, technicality, the shows brought us together. But what I'm saying, the actual friendship had to be Monster Squad. It really was because, I mean, I... I kind of, like, wanted to get in touch, and I wanted to start making podcast friends. I was like, oh, you know, I don't want us to be, like, the only show that can't make friends and whatnot. So I I, want, I was going to say hi, <laughs> like a normal person. But then I saw that, and I was like, you know Monster Squad? And I was like, he was like, he's like, wait, what? Like, and he, we just talked about that. We went from Back to the Future, which is, like, my second favorite movie, and um, Breakfast Club, of course. I mean... I don't know. Like, we just, we really hit it off. And that's why I'm so excited because October, like, really is, like, a lot of good Halloween movies. Like, especially, like, Beetlejuice. Um, Like I said, Monster Squad. You know, of course, the original uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween. um, Just a lot of, lot of good-ass movies that we can all love and remember. And we see them every single time on Halloween itself. Like, they're just on Fearnet all day, all night. But they stop at 12. You no, know, maybe, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. I think they stop it. Yeah, because yeah, then they got, like, they got, like whoa. whoa. I started hearing myself. Okay, there we go. It's because then they start bringing up that, you know, hey, you want to get some facial cream makeup? Yeah! You know, like, hair-growing products. It's all, like, infomercials. That's why they kick off the good movies, and then they start showing that. Yeah, but I feel like that Halloween, like like Halloween shows, should stop at exactly six in the morning. Because like you never know, people maybe people just want to, I don't know, like like watch it all night, you know? Cause yeah. On Halloween, people don't go to bed at twelve; they stay up. Yeah, that's true. And you know what's 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 going to be tough about like how you were saying, like speaking about like movies and stuff, Halloween movies. Um, or not not literally Halloween movies, but the movies you watch on Halloween. Because then you get confused when you say Halloween movies. You think like, oh yeah, Michael Myers. I mean, just movies you watch on Halloween. Is that <laughs> Halloween only, I mean, October only has four weeks. So it's kind of like, are we going to do like literally only four horror movies? Or are we going to be like, you know, ballsy one week and be like, hey, let's record an extra episode. So I next- think we should. I think we should do that. Yeah, because, be yeah, it's so huge. And it's not like we're going to run out of movies for next October unless, for some reason, we're not friends anymore and we're no longer doing the shows and it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but the but We got more movies in. That was, that was good. You know, we, we did a good yeah. job. <laughs> so, for sure, obviously, uh, as a tease that we've been, you know, just talking about it, but it's it's kind of like becomes a spoiler at this point. Monster Squad is going to be one of the movies we're going to do. You know, there's a lot of movies. Like, for me, I know one of them has to be A Nightmare on Elm Street, the original one, because that was one that truly scared me as a child. That scared me as a child, too. Yeah, you know, there's so many that we can do that that came out in the 80s that, like, you know, I mean, Child's Play was another one to me that was freaky, that was scary to me as a kid. I wasn't wasn't scared of that because the idea came out as a doll. I don't know, dolls? Like, I have a bunch of China dolls on my third floor. There's an extra bedroom. How do you say doll? What? How do you say doll? Doll. No, but right now you, it sounds like you add an A to doll, like doll. Doll? Yeah, doll. 
That's cool. Dull, dull. I, because it, it, it's weird. I, I have like different ways of saying certain things. Like at certain points, I say doll. Like hey doll. Like because you, you, if you call people. Oh that. yeah, you you is that something you guys say? Like I mean, are you hey, guys? Hey hon, you, hey sweet, hey doll. Doll, you know? right? Oh, yeah. Because I hear hun over here. People usually say hun, but like doll is one like yeah. It's like it's probably is that an Italian thing? Like yo, hey, doll. Hi, doll. Yeah. Oh, okay, right on. And then we give kisses on the cheek. Yeah. <laughs> but um, on my third floor, there's a bunch of China dolls, and like I just I was never scared of them. Like either my friend or my boyfriend will sleep up there, and. I'm like, he's like, dude, he's like, I don't know how I came accustomed to this room. There's a bunch of China dolls everywhere because I used to be a collector. And they used to never scare me. And I know a lot of people who are frightened by the idea of a doll just staring, like, you know, like, in the direction as you are. Yeah. I I never found that scary, though. Hmm. I never got it. I looked at dolls as innocent, like, you know? Yeah. But it's, it's different strokes for different folks. So then dolls wasn't scary to you? No. No, the movie Dolls. Yes, it wasn't scary. I seen dolls. Yeah, dolls. I seen I seen dolls graveyard. Like, See, like, like those little stupid like Halloween movies that you get here and there on Pure Nut. Like yeah. this one was called Dolls Graveyard or something like that. And it was dolls that erupted from the soils and just like attacked <laughs> people. And I, it was like, and I don't I don't know what it was, but it was hysterical. The hell, yeah. Like for me, I you know I gotta I gotta say this. The movie Dolls, it's like. Uh, that movie, some, something about that movie to me kind of ter- turned me into, uh, as a child, it kind of led me into the path of what I am today, but now it's just like, I just enjoy it. But as that kid, because in that movie Dolls, there's all these characters, there's the little girl, she's like the main, main character in the movie. There's a little girl who her, you know, there's her parents who get stuck in the road, who end up going to the house. Like if you don't know the movie Dolls, the movie Dolls is... It's it's about there's this house where there's these two old couples and they have a house full of dolls and for some reason in front of their house like cars like get stuck they break down and it's a rainy night so there's a a a, a, a mother and a father and their child they go into the house you know because they're like oh we're seeking shelter and then there's a guy some guy who gets his car stuck there's um these two girls who are like our punk rockers. Or, no, three of them. There's two punk rockers and, like, a, a punk rocker. Like, they all go in the house. They all cause, like, you know, mischief. The dolls end up, like, murdering. And, they're, they're like, the way I saw that was if you're bad, the dolls get you. And that's what happens. Like, each of these people are bad people, and the dolls kill them. And I remember towards the end, uh, there's the, the father. He's, like, he's an a-hole. Like, I can't remember. If, I haven't seen it in years, but I, I, the dad's just an a-hole for some reason. And he starts, like, destroying the dolls. And in the end, he turns into a doll. And the the old couple who live there see the little girl. And they, like, say, oh, don't worry. You're safe and this and that. And the guy, the one, the guy who was by himself, the dolls are about to start killing him. But the little girl says, no, stop. And they stop. And then it's because this guy was a kid of heart. Like, he was a kid at heart. He yeah. was, Seriously, when he saw the doll, he's like, oh, cool. He was nice. He was a kid at heart. And I remember seeing that as a kid and being like, now I know how to survive being murdered by toys. Always be a kid at heart and loving your toys. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's so... It's worst nightmare. <laughs> and then that's, that was like, that's what was for to me. It's like, oh, yeah, and that's how he lived, you know, because 
you know, like the you little about that, didn't you? Like, you know, it just was like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> I honestly did as a kid because like my I had such a vivid imagination as a kid that I saw that like I was like, could that be real? Like I saw Toy Story before Toy Story existed. I believe that when I left, my toys played, and that's probably where they got Toy Story from. Like the idea, the concept was because everybody believes. Like I especially guess he, Sid, you know, like they they were like about to murder Sid, and then like what he was like, so play nice, <laughs> like you know, like he throws and runs away. Well, no, not well. Actually, well, you took that. He put the in there. He turned his head off. Well, no, but what I'm saying is that you took the. What I meant was, see, because Sid did what he did because he didn't believe anything to them. Whereas to like, she I mean, almost like shit. No, yeah, of course. But what I'm saying is that with me, I didn't treat my dolls like like my dolls, my my toys or anything like crap. Action figures, you know, <laughs> yeah, or anything, any toys that I had, even my plush, you know, freaking my plush toys. Why? Because to me, I believe they were real. Like they they became real, and that's why with Sid, he's not like that at all. Because Sid believes his toys are nothing. They're just toys, plastic. I'm gonna blow them up and destroy them, and I and so Sid is the opposite of what I'm talking about because even you, I can guarantee probably. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but when you were a little kid, did you didn't you believe that probably your toys came to life afterwards? Oh, absolutely! They were in the best condition of their life. There you go. Like Sid. you know, I listen. I treated my dolls like they were people. I brushed their hair here. I even cut their hair. Like if I felt like they needed a haircut. And I would be really good. Like, I'd always cut their hair short or, like, you know. Or I used to have those uh, dolls that you could, like, view. I mean, nowadays it's much more easier. But you would put the, you would water their hair and then you would put it in the freezer. Put the doll in the freezer and it would change the color of their hair. Like, pink, blue, and, like, you know. And, and I really liked that. But I was like, I used to think, why do you have to put a doll in the freezer? Whose brilliant idea was that? You know, like, I can't play with it. Well, that know? was that a requirement? Like, what was that? It yeah, said in the instructions, put a... the doll in the freezer. Yeah. Huh. It was so weird. Oh, that's random. I don't yeah, know. I, I remember putting my doll in the freezer, and the hair would change. Huh. Weird. I, I remember the one, the, the doll, where you would feed it, and it would poop in a pamper. Yeah. Or, like, it would, um, water. You'd, like, water. 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 <laughs> Wait, what does that say? Sing along and what on your shirt? Oh, um. Sing camp along goop. with this camp goot. Oh. Yeah, it's a. Why is it that every time we record you wearing a camp goot shirt? It's the same one. It happens to, like, I don't have much pajamas. And so it's just like the I... same shirt. Yeah. So, yeah. So, all right. So, back to the original discussion. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we will be doing 80s movies as of now. We've already given away two, but it doesn't mean we're only going to do four. And knowing because we've lagged so much in the past two months that I think we're going to be giving you some extra episodes. I mean, when we have the opportunity in the time, we'll be recording some extra episodes. So who knows? Um, Hell, we'll probably try to, if we have the freedom, two episodes in one day. We'll record one episode, stop. And start all over and do another one. So so you'll be getting some some extra bonus episodes coming up. And, and yeah, so, so there you have it. So that's um, with our show. We want to... I'm, I'm not ending it. I'm just saying, you know, we're going to talk <laughs> 80s. We're going to do everything 80s, you know, whatever the hell. And, and the most important thing about this show, aside from it being 80s, was 
Uh, Renata says it in our little promo and life stories. So it's kind of like earlier. I talked about dolls and I talked about how like when I was a kid and stuff like that. And it's originally what we wanted to do. How We wanted to talk about our love for the 80s and how it affected our lives and what our lives are, <laughs> are part of that 80s, you know, and that's what we want to do. And earlier, I wasn't saying like, if you don't like this, go listen to this. Show. No, <laughs> uh-huh. I was just basically saying like, hey, we have friends that are out there and they do a show devoted straight on 80s movies. And that's what I meant. Like, check out their show. Go listen to them. I'm like, you know, because so, you're going to have two diff- different shows. It's like, you know, you're going to have their show and then our show where it's like 280, you know, well, there's ain't all focus 80s because I think they did some other movies that weren't 80s. But you know what I mean? It's like, you know, there's always all these types of shows and we want to give you everything 80s. So, yeah. so yeah, because like one thing we have yet to talk about and I want to talk about today and um, this is old, but I, I wanted to talk about this because... One thing that we never do really is talk about 80s TV shows. Now, we did talk about the Goldbergs, but that's really isn't fair because it's like Goldbergs was made now, but but was, you know, it's like, no, let's talk about something from the 80s. And and the only reason why I want to bring this up (laughs) is because something popped into my like again, like on my on my in my on my radar. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this because this, this, I think, is about, like, a year and a half old, maybe a little bit older. And, and I, Renata, have you ever seen the show called Perfect Strangers? Yes, I, I've seen it a couple times. With Balky, Bucktacomus or whatever? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I don't watch it that, like, I, like, my shows are more, like, Cosby Show, Fresh Prince, Full House, like, you know, like, stuff that you would see, like, on Nick at night. The yeah. nanny, the, those sort of shows. But go on. Yeah, well, but I mean, Perfect Strangers was, I mean, it it was a sitcom from you know uh, the eighties, um, and it it originally aired nineteen eighty six. So it's like all right, but it it, it went on till ninety three. So it was that l- l- length of time. And this show, I I loved growing up when I was a kid because you had this character called Balky, and I loved his accent. And he was from Napoli, I think, or something like that. Like he wasn't from here. Like he was just this. He was like a, a cousin from from Larry. He's like Larry, you know. <laughs> and and um, I always loved like the freaking like the I had a, a, a the show was just cool. Like you know, you had always that like cool character. There was a guy who, who really acted like something that didn't exist. And the one <laughs> thing about this show was that they this is why I wanted to bring it up it's like aside from freaking the show we'll get into it right now because there's a lot of cool other stuff about this show that every time I bring it up people are like really I'm like yeah but the first thing I want to talk about is perfect strangers the game <laughs> and this is what yeah 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 if, if, if you, I know your your computer is going slow but as I talk I want you to look this up I'm actually you know what I'm gonna give you the link so you could no, no, I got it I'll look it up I got it right now there, I just I just sent it to you. Okay. <laughs> just click it. Now, Perfect Strangers the game. This I I'm not sure when this first appeared, but it was roughly when it I I started I I checked it out actually probably when it premiered. So, it had to be about year year and a half ago. And I was just like Perfect Strangers the game and I was just like, "Oh, cool. Like, what the hell is this?" And and if you have it, if you know Perfect Strangers, you'll dig the game because Throughout the whole game, you hear the theme song. The The theme song, the game takes place from the beginning of the theme song to the end. And then all it is is about, 
you being Balky and chasing your dreams. Uh, so, I, I, you know, it, when when you hit oh it, God. it's like... It's an actual, like, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a real game. You know, they got instructions, jump is space bar and move is arrows left and right. So you're like, all right, cool, next. And then right there, tell Balky about what dream you are chasing. And you're like, I want to, uh, let's see... What would you say? I want to what? Let's see. Something about the show. Uh, meet Renata in person. I want to. Well, I'm doing it now. I want to meet. See, so there you go. Meet Renata in person. And then it says right there, nothing's going to stop me now. So then I click it. I like playing the game now. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is cool. Here, mute yours. Mute mine, okay. All right. And there you go. There's the music. Boom. And then you see the cast right there of Balky and Laddie, and then the two girlfriends, and then you're in Mypos or whatever, and you're running. And remember, he was a big fan of like little sheep because he had a. <laughs> and as if you're hearing like sounds. What you're hearing is me chasing down stars. Ah, mute yours. I can't mute it. Wait. I don't know where I muted at. You know, I'm just going to stop playing it. Yeah, stop playing it. And what you're doing in this game is, like, for some reason, right now I'm flying for some reason because I'm the wings of my dream. And, yeah, yeah, all you're doing is chasing down a bunch of stars, and you're trying to get them through, you know. And I was like, wow, like, this is so random. Like, who would make a game... About perfect strangers. Some geek. <laughs> I always like that little harmonica. Oh my god, that's a cool game. See, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Perfect strangers, the game. So my results. Let's see how many stars I got. So meet Renata in person. Boom, 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 boom. I did it. <laughs> So you're going to meet me in person? Yeah. Oh, There you go, ladies and gentlemen, the dance of joy. <laughs> and you're probably like, I've never seen Perfect Strangers, so you, you need to check this out. Look, meet, Ren excuse me, meet Renata in person, 100%. Gosson, you did it. Your pers oh, your perseverance. I was going to say perspective. <laughs> has paid off now we do the dance of joy and then you hit next and then that's it and then you can see a bunch of other people's um dreams it's like have a rest uh live free win big break free eat an apple build a ship eat chicken <laughs> stop some common dreams they can easily be done i i like this one 98 percent stop prematurely uh, prematurely ejaculating <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Look, see, even someone right here go to Tokyo, dance with monkeys, be a movie star, be a successful lawyer, history maker. Someone just pushed a bunch of buttons. <laughs> um, yeah, see, look, it's just like, you know, and it's just like a fun game of like, you know, you, you, you want to experience having fun playing the game. Uh, living, reliving perfect strangers with Balky and chasing your dreams, you know, go to nothingsgonnastopmenow.com 
And, and yeah, and it's just the one thing. Like that's why it's like you know we need the you know stuff that's just '80s, not just like always about movies, man. We gotta talk about everything. And this, like I said, this show, it it, it was it it wasn't beforehand. It was, but later on, it ended up joining the early lineup of TGIF Fridays, and everybody remembers TGIF Fridays. <laughs> I know you do, Renaud. I mean, yeah, you watch Full House. Yes. Yeah, and TGIF Fridays, I remember, man, the early days of TGIF. It's like most when you think about TGIF Fridays now, you think of, what, Family Matters, uh, Full House, um, Step by Step, and what's another show? I mean, was it? Was the Boy Meets the Nanny? One? No, Nanny was not. not that was TV. Um, that was CBS, nerd. That was not oh. Channel 7. Um. What the hell was on TGIF Fridays? Like, because those are the main three shows that I always felt were like the actual, you know, and, and, and thank God it's Friday. Like, what the hell? Let me see. I'm actually going to look at what the, the, the time frame. All right. Well, the history. Damn. Look, yeah. the original history of TGIF Friday, um, the original run, the very first run of TGIF Fridays, the first time was Perfect Strangers was the first episode, was the first show. Full House. Mr. Belvedere, and then just the ten of us. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I... Oh, Christ. And then... Oh, yeah. Let's see. And then the then afterwards, in, in the following year, it ended up moving to Full House, Family Matters, and Perfect Strangers. And then yeah. just the ten of us. And then it just started going, and then there's all these stupid shows that no one even knows anything about. Like, well, what the show is that, you know? Um... But then, yeah, like, oh, yeah, I remember Hanging with Mr. Cooper was there. Boy Meets World was on it for a while, too, remember? Yes, I remember that. Yeah, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Clueless. I I watched a lot of um, Boy Meets World. Clueless, I I started to watch a little bit, but I was like, no. I was like, because at the time when I was younger, I was like, oh, oh, my God. Same people, like Alicia Silverstone, but it wasn't. And I was like, but they did have some of the same characters, which I thought was pretty cool. But I stopped watching because Alicia Silverstone and uh, Paul Rudd wasn't in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, those two main, the main, the main two people people weren't in it. Weren't even in the show, you know? It's so stupid. It's it's like, eh. I hate when they try to do, like, like sitcoms off of movies. Yeah. uh, What was another one? Well... The one thing I wanted to talk about that's something that the 80s TV shows had that was freaking awesome that you do not get into this day and age. And we kind of saw it in the 90s because one of the last shows that had it, um, that that's one of the memorable ones. But one thing that bothers me now is like, and I miss it because I, I get it's cheesy, but it was still freaking cool it was right now. When I played Perfect Strangers, you heard that freaking song, the, you know, uh, Standing Tall, you know, and yeah. it had the... It's like, where are all the cool 80s theme show songs? You know, like, remember the 80s shows? Like, they all had freaking songs. Like, even, like, right now with, like, Mr. Belvedere, like, that had a song, you know? Like, everything like, had a show. the nanny had a song, like a, like a clever song. Um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, everyone knows yes, the Fresh but, Prince of Bel-Air. Um, well, yeah, okay, yeah, Fresh Prince of oh, Bel-Air. Well, um, Where you look... Well, I'm. I mean, even though those those shows freaking because I don't want to choose Fresh Prince because Fresh Prince was 1990. Let's let's focus more on actual like 80s shows. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like like for instance like um, 
Uh, yeah, I guess Full House, the, the beginning, because that, that was, like, what, 87? So Full House is one. But, um, like, like I, I love uh, Punky Brewster. I, I love that stupid song. <laughs> See, it's dumb, but, but, it, but it's song, you know? Uh, I mean, it's song, but it, but it's a, it's a, it's a cool, um, a little theme song. Like I'm, uh, I want to try to play them, but I don't. I mean, did you watch Alf? Yeah, yeah, I did watch Alf. Why? They're making. They're, they made something like it now on Disney Channel, like a dog with a blog, and it's so stupid. Wait, how is that Alf? No, I'm saying, but like, you know how like they take like, um. I don't know, like, not, like, a heat, like, they take, like, it's so hard to, like, understand, but, like, I don't know. It, it, it just, it just, <laughs> you just, it, like, completely I, get, it, gave they up. They know that the dog talks. They don't know that it talks? No, they, they know that the, do- that the dog talks. Oh, no one else does. No, the, the dog, is it a puppet like Alf? No, it's... But like it kind of, it's kind of like that, like supernatural, like weird, like you know, like dogs can't talk, you know. And Alf is like not from this. Well, he's an alien, so it's not yeah. like you know. He's like, hey guys, I'm Alf. You know. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh in Alf the Alpha the the TV show um the the old man who who hangs out with Alf like the dad or whatever he um he was in a huge crazy like thing that happened it, ha- it was years afterwards and i i can't remember if it was in star magazine or not uh i think that's where it was first leaked or, or national Enquirer. but there was like hidden footage of him smoking crack with this black guy and then going <laughs> down on the black guy oh my god yeah that guy went into drugs pretty bad and yeah he <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, look, it's the dad from Alf. Wait, wait what is he doing? Ah, why is he putting that in his mouth? Nah. Um, did you get growing pains? Growing pains? Mm. Um, yeah, I, I like that show. You know, oh, like, I'm not a big fan. Um, it was it was all right. I mean, hell, remember towards the very end, you had freaking you know Leonardo DiCaprio in that show, but the mm. show fell apart the moment that you know Kirk Cameron became a you know a Christian because he completely just like his crazy christian values just like like oh, oh this yeah. show is real you guys are a bunch of perverts and then he said i mean he really like destroyed the show and see that's the thing where like like for instance like you know the mom from uh, everybody loves raymond yeah she's a christian but she's a she she's still does the show she's not like oh we can't do this show it's like she's not, she's able to like you know put the two separate the two likewise with terry cruz terry cruz you know the black guy that's like freaking in the expendables you know he's in uh, Brooklyn yeah. Nine Nine. He's also a Christian. He goes to my old church. Like he, he, he's there. He's actually guest. You know, and he's a Christian. And it's not like it's like oh, if I'm crazy, crazy. Like you know, like with with Kurt, there's some people that are more crazy, and that's the one thing that's sad because everybody sees Christians as a, like Kirk Cameron, in which no, it's not like that. It's just many people are different. You know, it's no, kind of like Catholics. There are some Catholics. Like, it's like was, um. DJ Tanner, the girl played DJ Tanner off of Full House. She's a Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because of her, her, because of her brother. Yeah, and you, you know like, her brother's Kirk Hammond, right? Yeah, but oh, I mean, okay. like, you know, like how, like, when she was, um, like, on Dancing with the Stars. Remember last last season? Uh, no, I, I don't remember that because I didn't was, watch it. Oh well, if you watched it, like, she was like, 
every time there was like a costume or something or like a certain move, she was like, well, you know, as a Christian and she kept saying, as a Christian, as a Christian. And I was like, listen, we get that you're a Christian. Like, you know, you're getting annoying now. Like, stop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm Catholic, but you don't keep mentioning I'm Catholic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. I mean, it's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's different because, <clears throat> well, I mean, like, I don't know. If some I people go, go to wear this outfit. Listen, you're an actress. You were, oh my God, I can't right now. Oh, no. See, that's the thing. I mean, uh, we're going to have to go into, I mean, uh, well, not fully, but see, the thing is, is that there are some people that are going to say the way, a certain way, but it, it's kind of supposed to be like, like all you're trying to do is get the word out there. And then sometimes some people do it differently because like, for instance, like the wet ba- uh, the, the Westboro Baptist people, like they, they do it completely wrong instead of, cause in the Bible, it says it there. Like you, like Jesus says, like, once you learn, you know what I'm teaching this and that now go out into the world and, and, and spread the gospel. Like you're, that's all you're supposed to do. Some people do it completely differently and it's really what's supposed to be. It's like, like you know, I'm, I'm I gotta tell you, like, hey, look, I love Jesus, like you know, and and it, it really turns off a lot of people. And I didn't see the show, so I don't know what the hell she did, but it just seems like. I mean, it, it's not that I was, it's not that I was turned off. It's just that, like, you know, it was an excuse. What do you mean? It was like, like. Well, I, yeah, because that's what you're supposed to do. You just use the use the take the advantage of using your media to help better promote, like being like, hey, you know. So it's like, for instance, like. You know, I mean, I guess as as a Catholic, I do more than I say, and my actions speak more than my words. Like, I feel like as a person who believes in Christ, I don't have to say it, but the things that I do reflect how what I believe in. You know, me doing something nice for somebody, or like me just giving the time out just to talk to somebody that doesn't get enough attention like they should. You know, like those are the actions, or like helping out, like. My church festival was like this was this weekend, and you know, it wasn't so much like a church. It was a church festival. We it was uh, we honored Saint Padre Pio. He's a saint of illness, and um, it was like it, we we have this festival a- annually every year. And there's food, there's like entertainment, there's like all these things for kids and stuff. And you know, the locals just come together and they help out. I helped out my mom all weekend, and you know, and. Anything that anybody needed during the festival, I helped out with. You know, I just, I, I feel like that you should just spread, if you want to spread the gospel, you do it in actions, and your actions will speak more than your words. That's how I look at it. Yeah. But I don't want to, Well, I, I mean, I honestly do not want to get into it right now. I know, we feel like <laughs> because, I'm like, Yeah, I'm like, because like, then like, it's like, next thing you know, I mean, like, so I'd rather just, because that's the one, the two things they always tell. Never get in the conversation with your friends politics, about religion. politics and religion. So that's why. And then here, me and Renata are completely different. I'm a Christian. She's a Catholic. So. Oh, and I, and I, and I, don't, and I don't mean to tear down the Christian faith. <laughs> I was saying that, like, just for the, the Dancing with the Stars thing itself and her. But that's own- the thing. I, it, it's like the way you're seeing it is like, and this is the, the issue that I have with a lot of people. Because I used to be like this back in the 90s, especially during the time when I hated all types of religion, you know, because I I was a huge fan of Marilyn Manson. So whenever I heard about, oh, the Christians are this and that, and see, that's the thing. 
just because there's one set of Christians doesn't mean all Christians are like that. And that's what I was trying to point out. You saw Kirk Cameron and people knock on him all the time and how crazy he is. And yeah, he's very, very extreme when it comes to his beliefs. But then there's other people who are Christians and they're not crazy like that. They they understand how to like, oh, I could use the media to to be out there. They, they still have, you know, jobs. And that's why I say like Terry Crews or or Pat- Patricia Richardson, like those those people. It's like, oh, they're Christians, and but they're out there, and but they're not like all crazy. Like, hey, I'm a Christian, look at me, you know? And that's why it's like, you know, you have, of course, Kirk Cameron's sister is going to do the same thing because they're probably in the same world. But it doesn't mean all Christians are like that because then with me, it's like I could easily say, well, then, hey, all Catholics are, are freaking child molesters. They're rapists. Why? Because, you know, Catholic priests have done that. But I know... It's just a and I could speak freely. I could, I could speak freely on that and say that's a complete disgrace. Yeah, it, it, it is. I, I mean, I'm not saying, but that's why. Like, it, it's like it would it would be the same as like me judging the fact that like all all Catholics are like that. You know what the hell's wrong oh, with yes. these? You know, no. It's like not, it's obviously a select few. You know, I mean, in any even it doesn't even have to be religion. It could be in nerds. You know, if there's if there's one nerd that. You know, remember at Comic-Con two years ago, there was one guy who stabbed another guy at Comic-Con in the eye with a pen. Doesn't what? Mean, yeah, it doesn't mean that all all geeks out there are, are crazy. No, it's just there's always there's always going to be a small select few who who are, are more passionate and crazy sometimes about what they love. And they go about it doing it the wrong way instead of just spreading it the right way, you know? And it sometimes it, it turns people off. It makes them hurt it. But enough yeah, about like, religion. We got to get off of it. You know, that's, that's why, it. you know, to lighten up the mood, let's give you some some <laughs> awesome, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, it, it's just like, you know, here, boom. Make things happy. What are we doing? There you go. Gave you some. <laughs> Every time I turn around, Punky Brewster theme song. It's not fair because I didn't hear it. Well, it doesn't matter because it's for fans. I want to feel happy. Oh, okay. Well, how about how about some, uh, you know, some uh, Charles and Charles? Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Gabriel Iglesias. Hey, so why is this playing? Oh I don't care. Gosh, she is so <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. See, why why don't we have shows with awesome theme songs in it? Come on. And the name of the show was in it. Yeah, look at that, man. Come on, Charles in Charge. Like, I mean, even, look. Now the world look. Different strokes, come on. Awesome, great 80s theme song. And why, why don't we have freaking these songs anymore? Remember, remember Small Wonder? She's a small wonder. Wait, you didn't watch Small Wonder? No. Why? Because I didn't. Well, you need to watch it. You need to watch at least an episode. Come on, Small Wonder. Vicky the Robot? 
She's a robot. It's like it's a dad who builds a, a girl robot, and she's around the house, and they have to. It's like okay, it's like Elf. You know, with Elf, they had to hide the fact that there's an alien in the house. Well, that's what they yeah. did with with Small Wonder. Small Wonder took place in you know the the house, and they had a girl, but they treated her like she was a real little girl. But she was a robot. She's like, hi, I am Vicky the robot. And that's the way she talked too. But yeah, but anyways, um like Jennifer the teenage robot. That old like Nick well, not old, but yeah. It was a Nickelodeon show that came out in like the late nineties, early two thousands, and it was My Life is a Teenage Robot. Her name was Jennifer. Well, it, I guess it's more that like that show was like Small Wonder, not that Small Wonder is like that show because Small Wonder was in the eighties. It came out way before, you know, that show. They have same qualities. No, well, they probably just jocked each other. But anyways, going back to the original of Perfect Strangers, for those of you who don't know, uh, this this has happened. You know, Laverne and Shirley, it happened with uh, freaking Happy Days, you know, Mork and Mindy also, you know. Mm -hmm. There's there's many shows that have, uh, were spinoffs. Of other shows, and Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers, and and in that show with Family Matters, you know, you had Harriet and Carl Winslow, and it was that Harriet worked in the same build office building in the newspaper building with Larry and Balky, or actually, I think it was just Larry. I don't know if Balky worked there. I can't remember. And she was there, and then she ends up moving off, like, oh, I'm going to move off to a new area, and she goes living somewhere else, and then that's where they focus on the whole new show. You know, family matters, and it's the whole show was supposed to be focused on Harriet and Carl, and then their their family. In which, once Urkel showed up, the the it, it became a Fonzie moment, and everybody's like, "We love Urkel!" Exactly, and the whole show started it started to focusing on Urkel. But yeah, it's it's one thing that I always tell people, like, "Hey, did you know Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers?" And people are like, "What, really?" I'm like, "Yeah, it was like, and I'm all Perfect Strangers like created Family Matters basically in a sense." And they're like, "Oh, that's crazy." So yeah, so that's all I want to say. I mean, that's the one thing you know we never, like I said, we, we never talk about that. Yeah, we don't talk about movies at all. It's like movies. I mean, uh, not movies, uh, TV shows. So yeah, and with Full House, you either like. Take, like, the Olsen twins, like, you focus on them, or you focus on, you know, Jesse. Wait, I'm confused. What are you talking about now? Like, you know how, like, you said, like, there's, like, that one character that just sticks out and focuses on... Oh, yeah, on... yeah, okay. Well, there's, like, that... There's Uncle Jesse, or Little Michelle, or Little Michelle's, I should say, with the Olsen twins. No, not true, because each of them had their... Everybody had equal love on that show. With Family Matters... That was different because with Family Matters, Urkel wasn't... Urkel... No, it is not, I think. It, it's true. In the beginning, because that's why when when they spun off uh, Family Matters from Perfect Strangers, Family Matters was going to be a show strictly, strictly focused on Harriet and Carl Winslow and then, you know, the family. But it was more about the couple, them, them two, and then the, the family was on the side. And that's really what it was, because this character came from Perfect Strangers. So you saw Perfect Strangers, you saw Harriet there, you saw her the comedy that she had, the jokes, all this and that. And then Carl showed up at one point, you know, he came and said I So it's kinda like, alright, there's these two characters, they're they're established. We're gonna focus on them. We're gonna give them their own show. You know, it's like they did that with Three's Company, you know, the Ropers. They had their own show. So this is what what they were gonna do. 
Now, what happened was when they introduced a, a minor side character, he was a throwaway character, nothing major. He was just going to be a neighbor that showed up that was annoying, and it was Urkel. Well, what happened was Urkel was such a huge hit that they they wrote him into the show. He wasn't supposed to be really a, a central character whatsoever. So they ended up bringing him, focusing him on the show. The, what, what, this is the way I, I guess I could give a best, best example. Remember Kimmy from Family, I mean from Full House? The yes. neighbor Kimmy? Now, it would be as if like, you know, Kimmy, she didn't always show up. She was just there, here, and there, right? Kimmy came in. Kimmy started coming into the credits in the later episodes. But she was just like, you know, she was never a main character. They always yeah. focused on mainly the main focus was kind of Bob Saget because it always ended with him with some special message or whatever. But it was always the it was family. With like that eighties, like you know, calming music where like they, he's about to tell a lesson. Now Michelle. Yeah. Yeah, and then they, they then they hug and give a kiss. But you notice the show was always about the family. It never left the family. Now imagine that became a um, a person to add on. Yeah, because she she married, you know, so they added that. But the way I could best it would be like as if Kimmy shows up and Kimmy's like, "Wow, we love Kimmy so much that they wrote her in almost ninety nine percent of the episodes, and she's there all the time, and the focus is more on Kimmy." And the family comes second. And that's what happened with Family Matters. Where Urkel, he... And then, see, I love this because Family Matters came out right at the tail end of the 80s. So we're still talking 80s here. But with Urkel... And I remember when I first saw him, dude, I fell in love. Like, oh, this kid, this funny. And I remember everybody in school doing the, did I do that? And he's like, ah, he's like, I'm falling. I can't get up. And all this. And that. Man, I mean, everybody was doing their impersonation of Urkel. Urkel was massive. And that's why the, the network knew Holy hell, we have this person who's not even a big part of the show at all. We need to write him in. So at that point, the writers flipped it. And then Family Matters more so became about Urkel and the Winslows. Like, literally both of them. And Urkel was always in the show. And did you notice he was always there? And that's what sucks. He always there. He always show up in the house. He always show up in the kitchen. Yeah, and that's what happened with Webster. Same thing happened with Webster. Webster was about the the, 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 the white couple who adopts, um, uh, what you call it, you know, Little Webster or whatever. Yeah. The show was more about them. They were the writers, they were creators, and they wanted to do a show about mm-hmm. them too. But then, Different Strokes was a huge hit. Different Strokes yeah. was massive. So with Different Strokes, it was just like, oh, oh, oh I know you have your guys' show. Uh, put put a black kid in it, like a little orphan kid. They're like, <laughs> wait, what? But this is our show. No. So then their show became about Webster. And then, they, then the show ended up being called Webster. So it no longer was their show. The focus was Webster. And that's what happens sometimes. And, and the, the one of the original shows that kind of... Not started all of this, but in the sense that we we all would know and and see was was um, what you would call it Happy Days. Happy Days was supposed to be about you know the Cunninghams, their family, and that's it. And they're going to teach more values, this and that. But then what happened? Fonzie, Fonzie was in the show. The picture. And Fonzie, they were like, whoa! And they they almost almost changed the show to the Fonzie's Happy Days. That's what the show almost became. Fonzie's happy days but no they were able to still keep happy days and Fonzie ended up being the main character in the show and that's what happened with family yeah and it it kind of sucks like imagine imagine Renata like you and I like for some reason let's just say 
Comedy Central or something like, oh, we love your guys' show. And we do the show and we do like a, an episode where we have somebody, a guest spot and, and somebody shows up. Right, and then they love them so much, the audience loves them that they end up writing that person and they become a part of the show. And it'll be kind of weird because then it's just like that's not really 88 miles per hour podcast. 88 miles per hour podcast is about you and I, but now the show has become about this, so it's no longer really. And that's what happens with all these shows. It kind of sucks when you have all these creators or people that work so hard, and then the studio is just like, eh, it's money write this person more into the show and you're like yeah it's all about contract like you have to read contracts beyond contracts like you know if we have an 88 miles per hour podcast show no one can step in and like kind of like join in like you know or like i don't know something like that but see that's the thing like sometimes i mean you you kind of can't because like the network contracts they're they're smart about it and they have that freedom to sometimes do stuff like that and it's kind of like all right fine you don't you don't want to do it get out of here you know and then sometimes people are screwed and then to this day Huh? It actually just came to mind really quick. In Family Matters, did you like the whole, like, nutty professor, like, thing about it? You know how, like, like, I get articles, like, the, the guy that the daughter dates. And it's Urkel, but, like, it's not Urkel. You know yeah, what I mean? like, it's, um, what, what was what was he called? Was it Urkel? I don't know. Urkel? <laughs> was it Urkel? I don't know. Like, I don't remember. Uh, no, Stefan. There you go. It was yeah. Stefan. Stefan was, uh. Was his, like, suave... Yeah, it was a nutty... I mean, that's all it was. They they just took the nutty professor. And this was, like, in the later years when they started, like, doing crazy, stupid things to get yeah. ratings, you know? Urkelbot was another one, remember? Like, I mean... I remember that, yeah. Yeah, it was just so... Dumb. And, I, and, and I felt bad for the little the little sister in, in, in the family because the little sister, she... Obviously, she wasn't the main focus on the show, but her mom was those typical, like, um, you know you know star 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 kid moms and she went to the producer saying i want more money for my daughter this and that and the the show was just like uh the show isn't about your daughter like get out of here like really like seriously and they the the, in the show because she argued so much and fought like oh more money more money that the show just wrote her out of the, the the show like the the creators are like all right she's gone and that girl ended up going in the porn Cause she lost her career and it was all cause of her mom. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, I mean like, I've kind of feel bad for like, um, boy, boy meets world. Like the little girl, like she, like a little sister, she really didn't get like a big part, like kind of like Topanga stepped in. Like they really made Topanga really big. And, um, see, but that right there, I mean, that, you know I mean, I mean it's like, kind of weird because I, well, who knows what happened to that little girl? Cause she was a cute little like white girl. And then she kind of like disappeared. So, I don't well, know. Like she come, she came back for like this interview with like the whole original cast because you know Girl Meets World came out. Yeah, she, I mean, and Girl Meets World, I do like that Barry Jacobs or like I think I think that's what it is. No, is it? It's something Jacobs and like because it's the original. Um, excuse me. Produce producers um, of the of Boy Meets World that came back to do Girl Meets World plus this other uh, co producer. And it's it's almost like the same style, but I kind of I I know what I hate. I hate the fake audience laughs. Like I, I wish that they still had real audiences and like you know like those family sitcom shows. Like they don't have them as much anymore. Yeah. Like it's all private studios. Like there's no like real laugh. Like there's there's like a fake laugh every five seconds, and it, and the line wasn't even really that funny. Well, I mean, 
they they do that with like shows. I mean, sitcoms. I, I mean, hate that. It's so well, stupid. I mean, they. I don't know. They have to. I mean, it's kind of like when you even if you go watch if you go watch like freaking shows like anything like even our shows that we grew up on. They did that and uh, watching really, them now. Man? Fresh Prince was a live studio audience. Yeah, um, but they're all know. live studio audiences. But they still add canned laughter. They do that. Like no, that's the you thing. You still heard like people's laughter from real audience. Like you know, you still. But heard they still that. add. They like especially like shows like like for instance like Saved by the Bell. You know, like I mean, all these shows like you watch them Full House. You're kind of like wow. But then there's some that go overboard, like too overboard. And yeah, like boy, girl meets world. They do that. You know, like, you're kind of like, all right, that's not funny. Like, a lot of these, like, Disney shows, Nickelodeon shows, the live action. Fake laughs. They I do. That. They, they put it in. They put it in a lot. And you're, like, kind of like, that's not funny. Like, really? Like, I don't know. Um, like, I mean, because not every line is funny. You know what I mean? Like, I do watch Girl Meets World, and I actually like it. I find it, like, I find it pretty humorous. Because, like, I like to see, like, you know... Corey and Topanga back together again. Like there's, there was this one episode, and the little the little son comes home and he's taking off like his stuff and he's like, ah! And then like Topanga's like, sweetheart, what's the matter? She was like, well, my girlfriend doesn't want to be with me anymore. And she was like, oh, she's like, but that's life, honey. She was like, yeah, but you're so one girl that you're supposed to be with you're supposed to be with that girl forever and she's like well where'd you hear that from she was like you and daddy and like she says like you know like looking out into the distance type of look she's like hmm, i wonder how bad the idea of Corey and topanga probably you know made people's lives worse or something like that because Corey and topanga met when they were younger and they stayed together for like you know they got married and stuff but yeah it was it was a cute how they broke that in there because and then that that was a funny line. Like you know, if you watched Boy Meets World, you would know what that meant. But no one laughed in that part. Like there was no like extra funny sound. Yeah, they just. I don't know. I mean, it's it's sad that you know shows they do that sometimes, and it could it could really ruin a show sometimes. And and that's that's one of them that you know like all, all shows have that. Like they record in front of a studio audience, but they still add some. It's just that some shows are better at it than others. And when you got a stupid kitty show, of course, they're trying to control you as to when to laugh. When That's really what they're doing. They're saying, hey, this is a moment where you need to laugh. And they don't, they don't trust the audience enough. So they, they, they basically spoon feed you the moments of laughter. Whereas so you watch a show like, for instance, like the Goldbergs or, or the Modern Family... And you yeah. got these shows where, like, all right, they trust the audience. It, and we don't need a live. Yeah. It, you know, they're sitcoms, but they're showed. I mean, they're, they're filmed like like a movie. You know, they're, they're, they're single camera. And we don't, we don't need an audience to tell the audience to laugh. We, we trust that our jokes are funny enough that we don't need an audience in the background going, ah, you know. I mean. Like, do you think you could be, like, do you think you could write for comedy and not have to spoon feed audience i mean i don't know how it works in the industry but that's the thing when it goes into the industry man i mean you could have an original idea be set in stone and they could come in and be like you know let's change this and let's change that and let's did it did it did all right well Bert, oh, Bert, and you're me. like whoa you know and you mean like i was watching the, the show the chair did you see that yet the chair the chair no what is that 
It's, um... Is it literally you're watching a half hour of a chair? No, no, no. no <laughs> or is it's it a about, can of like, mayonnaise? They, it, it's about, they take these two people, and, like, they both have, like, some type of, like, familiarity familiarity with uh filming and directing and yeah. like uh shane dawson he's like a big youtuber and they take him and they take this one girl I, and i forget where she's from but they're in competition with each other they have the same script but they're going to interpret it different ways and so they're so the writer hands him these scripts and he's like well i don't like this i don't like how dramatic it is shane dawson goes i want to make it more of a comedy if this is like a coming of age movie which it is a coming of age movie he says i want it to be more like i a, a um like a super bad like like you know i hit this and then so he did that but they're telling him like oh well it's not gonna get changed it's gonna is, get it's on, is it on stars yes oh okay it's, it's going to get fit, fit to your liking. He's like, no. He's like, I didn't do notes. He was like, I changed. He's like, I should be co-writer. He's like, because I didn't just say. Is it like a, a, a game show? No. It, it's like a, it's like a documentary-ish show. Right. It's called The Chair. Hmm. I only found IMDb, but I don't find something like a wiki. The Chair. Yeah. From Chris Moore, executive producer of yes. Project Greenlight and the co-producer of Goodwill Hunting. The chair. Every director has their own take. Eh? Get it? Eh? Eh? Mm-hmm. Their own take? Eh? Eh? You see that? That is it. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. Hmm. All right, cool. That's awesome. I, 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 I don't watch it, but I got to check it out. Let's see. Storyline. Created by Project Greenlight, executive producer Chris Moore, the competition documentary series follows two directors through the process of being their first feature to the, or bringing <laughs> to the screen. The up-and-coming directors Shane Dawson and Anna Marcher are provided with an identical screenplay. How soon is now? The story of Morrissey. No, just kidding. No, it actually says, How soon is now? Which they must craft as their own film using the same budget and filming in the same city. The the series documents the creation, marketing, and theatrical release of both adaptions, which will also star on stars. That's pretty cool. I like that. So it's just like, here you go. Here's a script. You go shoot it, your version. You go shoot your version. Boom. The end. Yeah, but it's it, there's so much to it, and like I never realized how like serious things are, and like what you have to do. Yeah. And Shane Dawson actually got mad. He said, "Listen, he's like, I wrote some things in the script, but he's not going to take. He's just going to look at these are not notes. He's like, I physically went this, 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 and I gave it to him. That's not notes. That's changing. He's like, I want to be co-writer. He's like, but you can't. Once you're like." If you have to have consent from the writer, but the writer, if you, the writer gives him the script to use, you know, you have to buy, you have, the writer and the director have to work things out. They're never going to like, they're always going to bump heads. And I was like, Ooh, I was like, this is pretty cool. I like this. Nice. Well, there you go. There you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, Uh, if you, you're interested in watching a great 80s show, check out the chair. Exactly. (laughs) You got mail. Why did that pop up? Just how, like, the 80s had a lot of coming-of-age movies. Well, they're making a coming-of-age movie, so. There you go. The chair. So check out the chair, ladies and gentlemen. All right, ladies and We're at the very end of our show. Um, uh, we don't. Uh, Shout-outs. Uh, there you go. Hydrate Level 4, Pot About Nothing, uh, Three Tards, uh, 
people. Toys by Brandon Mann. Yeah, there you go. We'll do your episode soon. Uh, Halloween is coming up, so we're going to be having some Halloween episodes. Uh, Renata, she's, um, her, you know, she didn't, she'll be trying to be doing some uh, fashion beats. If not, what you should do, Renata, yeah, you know, here's, some. here's something that what we can do with the, with the fa- fashion. It doesn't specifically have to be about fashion from the 80s that's out now. You could still focus on like, hey, back in 1984, Dayglo was huge, and then you talk about Dayglo for a little bit, and you you just you just talk fashion because there's some people who don't know the 80s and be like, wow, that was a thing in the 80s, and then you just talk about it. So it doesn't have to specifically be about the 80s where that's today, because a lot of your 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 fashion or all of it has yeah. been about. Hey, this was huge in the '80s, but it's back it's now. Coming now, yeah. And if and if you don't have anything, be like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna focus on, you know, the the after, you know, and, and you could have even backstory, like like for instance, like you know, when all the girls started wearing their like sweaters that were cut around the shoulders. Why? Because of flash dance, and that was a fashion style at the time. So you could even do that. You could do a segment that's just fashion, and you just talk about fashion from the '80s. It does, you know, and if it's and if it's current now then you could still talk about that. And I think that would be good because it would be good to learn about what the hell we wore in the 80s, you know? And you could choose, there's the huge variety of stuff. So yeah, so that, you know, the the fashion, that could be something you can do, you know? Um, I'm still going to do my song of the week at the end. Uh, Renata's going to bring back her her soundtracks uh, on on Sundays. Um, She'll be doing that, uh, and I know Renata. You you don't have a lot of freaking, you know, LPs, but I'll get I'll I'll um. I actually, got fifteen more. Oh, okay, cool. So she has fifteen more for once a week, so that's fifteen weeks. Boom! There you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so yeah, so so this was a kind of like a return to our show to kind of reintroduce ourselves, reestablish what the show's about, um, what we're gonna do. Um, like I said, uh, say anything. We'll be doing that. Uh, October's coming up again, Halloween episodes, and I'm still going to give you guys a song of the week, um, 80s song of the week. So I'm actually going to do that. Uh, but before I, I go into that, uh, Renata, any, anything you want to add to the show? Any ideas, any thoughts, anything for our fans? Um, I guess uh, since Halloween is coming up, I was just thinking maybe if you are thinking about doing something like an 80s character or maybe like someone who dresses like from the 80s, tag us and we could like, you know, we should do a costume contest. You know what I mean? Like a Halloween 80s costume contest. If you have to do anything with the 80s, if you want to be Alf, you want to be Urkel, you know, just some type of character like from the 80s, like Freddy Krueger, you know, Jason, Michael Myers, just put yourself, we'll actually tag us in the picture and we'll put it out there and we'll do like a costume contest. And maybe you could win like a bag of candy or something. There you go. Um, We haven't done a contest at all. So we're going to be doing a big contest for October. For the whole month of October. We'll be promoting it. This is to bring us back into light because we've disappeared. So people, we we don't even post really at all anymore. So people are probably thinking we're gone. So this is yeah, so this yeah. is a good way for us to reintroduce ourselves into the to the world to the to hey fans, we're back, we're here. So another way what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a big Halloween contest. 
a big costume contest. We're going to have... We're not going to give you a bag of candy. We're gonna actually going to give you guys a good prize. As Sell a, some candy for a prize. Well, candy, we'll give them some candy, too. It's just I don't know how it would be shipped, you know. But we'll give you guys something good. We'll, um, uh, You know, if anything, we could give you, you know, it'll be something geeky. It'll be something, you know, uh, it doesn't have to necessarily be 80s, but you guys all love stuff. So we might, you know, hook you up with the guys like a pop figure, like an 80. You know what? There you go. You'll win an 80s pop figure. Um, and, and I'll probably throw in a, a graphic novel with that. So I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there. I'm going to create it, Renata. So there we go. So we're going to start promoting it because next week is October 1st. So all month. And we're only going to do a drawing. We're just going to do a drawing. That's it. We're not going to do like, oh, this is the best. This has the most likes. This blah, blah. No. Everybody has a shot. So your costume, even if it's cosplay where you, you spent weeks on it or, or you freaking, you, you went and bought it at the store. It doesn't matter. It's a drawing. We're just going to pull names. Cool so, beans. So, so there you go. So awesome idea on the contest there, Renata, for, for October. All right. So before we, have, we, before we go, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you guys the 80s song of the week. I, I need a theme song. <laughs> uh, I, this whole weekend, I, don't, I watched it three times because it was on TV. I had just finished school, so I literally didn't want to do anything except relax at at home and um, wait around for Renata because she said, don't move, stay there, I'll be back. And she never came back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I just wanted to relax. I didn't want to do anything. Like, I was like, I've been busting my ass so hard. So I was like, so I ended up watching... This is the, I mean, not this is the end, uh, The World's End three freaking times on, on TV. Yeah, <laughs> in a row. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't say in a row, but I did watch them uh, like three times, one on Saturday and twice on Sunday. And I love that movie, but the end, the, one of the songs that they choose at the end, uh, and then actually once the credits roll, it's a different song, but when once those, that song, and then they play the song again, but what I'm giving you is the 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 corrosion um, by the Sisters of Mercy off the album Floodland. This uh, was recorded back in 1987, and uh, if you've seen The World's End, uh, you you know that Simon Pegg's character is really uh, bases his style off of the frontman from Sisters of Mercy of. Uh, Andrew Eldritch. Um, so he, it, it, you know, his look. He actually has a shirt, Sister of Mercy. He has a tattoo, Sister of Mercy. But I love, freaking love that song. When I hear it, I was like, dude, that is so freaking like, like great, like 80s, like just sound. Like it's like towards that, that time frame right before we had some like Nine Inch Nails. You got, you know, you had uh, Front 242, Skinny Puppy. Like you had all these, like, I mean, you know, I'm, I, I don't see myself as goth, but everybody is, assumes that like I'm goth. <laughs> but I, I love that. You know, the, the industrial, like, the stuff, especially from the 80s. You know, ministry, like, right before they got all hard, like, you know, but they, they, they had that 80s sounding ministry, you know, like, new wave. Like, I, I love all this stuff. So that's why I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give you guys one of my favorite songs from that soundtrack, from the movie, The World's End. It's uh, the this corrosion from uh, Sister of Mercy. And I'm wondering if I'm reading that right, but whatever. Who cares? You know what I'm talking about. There you have it. All right, Renata, so... You got to get us ready to uh, take us out. Okay, so um, thanks for listening to the 88 Miles Per Hour podcast again. Um, I hope you enjoyed this change 
but it was mostly our idea from the very beginning. You know, I, I mean, well, we are going to get back to talking about movies and uh, but not like so much focusing on them. But we will mention, like Sam said, in the very beginning of the episode. So we said what we need to said, and I actually don't do the ending. You're really good at that ending part. I can't do the going back into the future part. Oh, no, no worries. And then, yeah, but Renata see, is right. I do the beginning. Sanch does his whole little spiel the, yeah. going back into that DeLorean. Yeah, no, I mean, um, yes, uh, Renata I, I, is right, though. Yeah, this was all our idea from the beginning, but, yeah, we wanted to, you know, this was a different episode. Next Next episode will be, yeah. We're going to have... Everything's going to be there. You're going to hear my complaints about movies. Because seriously, I have another one on Back to the Future Part 2. <laughs> I seriously have something that I was bitching about to one of my friends. And... and you, and I, you in Part 2. I don't know what it is. It, like, it yeah. And I have another one. I have a really good, like, freaking anger towards that film. Renata's going to bring her fashion beats. You know, we're always going to have 80s Song of the Week. You know, we might start creating more... Um, uh, segments throughout the show but yeah we're, we're gonna give you a true full-fledged 80s podcast not just yeah. movies so every time i promote the episode i always give you guys a, a poster where it shows the poster of the movie we did no i'm gonna change it up now our 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 image for our to promote our episode is gonna be different now it's gonna be a little bit different because not only are we gonna talk about because that just tells you hey here's an here's an episode that's gonna be focused on what the prince's bride no 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 that's the that's the confusion we want to get away from we want to show you that we talk everything 80s so you're gonna see a different display and logo for our show so you'll you'll see this uh soon so yeah so there you have it ladies and gentlemen so we had a great episode uh just talking you know fixing everything up of what we want to do for the 80s so as we you know i we didn't really freaking you know because <laughs> when i think about it because usually i always base my ending on what we talked about but we really just talked about like every of what we wanted to do with the 80s so you i know. think we just sat in our delorean and just talked. yeah yeah, as we as we as we sat in our DeLorean talking about <laughs> what we love about the eighties, we we turned, you know, the you know, the date forward to to today and we traveled back to the future.
In a world where entertainment has been diluted to the lowest common denominator. A dollar makes me holler, honey boo boo. One podcast has vowed to bring laughter to all. I know two things in this world right now. Okay. That I don't know anything and that I want to like saber. <laughs> I'm sorry, was I having phone sex with your wife? This entire show has gone to come. Welcome to Cockamania. Mark. There's voices in my head that no one else can hear. I will, dick. I will defend <laughs> Dick till the end. Joanna. I kind of had a thing for Mr. Peanut. To be surrounded by cops. Essentially. Really, it's like a life of ambition. <laughs> Mike. The human autocorrect. If I did it all of the time I wanted to, no one would be friends with me. <laughs> They may not always get along. You were only a dick because you called me a douche. You're, you, well, you were a douche, but that's the point. I wasn't a dick. You actually were a douche. But at least they're professional. Now we have to do it again. Get my phone off. It's crazy. Random happenstance. You're going bionic arms and legs. Bionic arms and legs. I'm You're going, going bionic, bionic hair. Totally a guy girl thing. <laughs> Subscribe to Crazy Random Happenstance by searching CRH in iTunes or Stitcher or go to crhpodcast.com. You're going back to Arkham, Joker. (laughs) Oh, that's fine by me, Bats. At least there I get to listen to the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio Sundays from 8 to 10 p.m. The Jack of All Nerds, Sundays from 8 to 10 p.m. That's what I just said, Bats. Try to keep up, will you? That's the show where they talk about comics, movies, gaming, sci-fi, fantasy, comedy, pop culture, and a number of other things. Exactly! And it's hilarious! I know, right? I mean, uh... Why, Bat Brain, are you a fan? Oh, Batsy, we have something in common. Looks like it could be love. (laughs) Shut up, Joker. Let's go listen to it together, Bats. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.